Blog Talk Radio. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Dying words was a lost, but now. I'm found Was the lie But now I see So clearly Hallelujah Grace like rain Falls down
Oh, hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. I'm a little sentimental tonight, brothers and sisters. I got to say I love Brother LV. He's such a great brother. We are we are honored to have him in our lives and we're honored to I'm honored to be part of the Lord's hour. I'm uh, honored and humbled that you guys in the chat room are here every Saturday. The Lord has something very special for us and um I'm just honored and humbled to be part of it. And uh, I just want to tell you I love you guys. I love you, Brother Buddy and Sister Brenda and LV and Brother Joe and Sister Marietta. And thank you for being here every Saturday. And I enjoy coming on here. Um, you know, for for a while there I thought... Um, I thought I wasn't going to be able to uh come here every every Saturday but the Lord has me here and um for some reason I'm getting these commercials on the computer. This is unbelievable. This has never happened before. Um can you brothers and sisters hear me on there? Oh Jesus, thank you. Praise Jesus. Okay, let me take it off mute. Okay, awesome. Oh, no. What in the world? This has never happened before. I never had a commercial. Okay, there it is. All right, brothers and sisters. Well, I got some great worship music. I got um, a great teaching for tonight. Um, the Lord is, is amazing. Uh, and um, I, I hope you guys are... Or, or loving on him as much as I am And uh, Wish I had more time throughout the week um, I have two little boys And uh, in between soccer And working And uh, I'm doing stuff for another ministry And I'm also Part of a I'm also a leader Part of a prayer team And um, I pretty much Have my plate full here And the Lord's hours is is my heart. I love these times that I share with you guys, and I love I love uh, the teachings that the Lord's give that the Lord gives me because this is I'm also talking to myself, and as I learn, I share with you all. As I receive, I share with you. So all this is really is repetitive, and it's 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 repetitive for me, so I can get it in my head, and it's also for the audience of one. For our Lord Jesus Christ, the soon coming King, He is coming so soon. However, until He comes, we must occupy, we must wake up, we must do our jobs, help to bring in the harvest, and uh, help to wake other people up. And hopefully, uh, they would take the word, and the anointing will be all over us. So tonight. It's going to be along those lines as always. Um, let's go ahead and start worshiping the Lord. This is how we enter into the Holy of Holies. Hallelujah.
Praise him, praise him. Last song, last song for now, and then we're going to get into the message for tonight. Let's praise him, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise you.
has lost his steam. Hallelujah.
your name. You're the only reason why I sing, Lord Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. You are love. You are love. You are peace. You are hope. You are Savior. You are the kinsman redeemer. You are the power. You are the glory. At the name of Jesus Christ, every knee will bow, whether they want to or not, whether they like it or not. Lord Father, thank you, Jesus. But you give them chances. You give everybody chances, Lord. Oh, hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord Jesus, for tonight. Oh, Father, we come before you tonight, Lord Father, as the Lord's hour, Lord. Lord Father, let our let our prayers rise up into your holy of holies as, as sweet smelling frankincense, Lord Father. Lord Father, like the like the altar of, of incense, Lord Jesus. Let our praise rise up to your nostrils tonight, Lord. Lord Father, release, 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 release your kingdom all around us, Lord. Multiply your presence all around us. Multiply your presence within us. Multiply your presence, Lord. Put up mighty warring angels all around us, Lord. Set up perimeters, Lord. Inner and outer perimeters, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, clear the airways tonight, Lord Jesus, so that this will be a clear communication, Lord. Lord Father, bring us mighty fresh anointings tonight, Lord Jesus. Lord Father, while while the world is out there parting it up on a Saturday night, Lord, we are here worshiping you. We are trusting in you. We're trusting in your promises. We are seeking your word. We are knocking at the door. Thank you for letting us in. Thank you for counting us worthy to be here tonight. To bring you more praise to exalt you, Lord. I thank you for everything you're going to do tonight, Lord. I thank you. For your presence I thank you for For your Ruach HaGodesh Yahavah Mecharesh Sanctify us tonight Purify us tonight Lift us high up Lift us high up Lord High above The mountains Lord Jesus Allow us to sit next to Jesus As his brothers and sisters Oh Yeshua Mashiach We love you we love you so much. You are the King of Kings and Lord of Lords. You are Yahavah Sebaot. You are the King over all the hosts of heaven. You are over all the hosts of heaven. And you love us. And you empower us. And you equip us. Equip us tonight, Lord. Lord, give me the gift of teaching now, Lord Jesus, so that I may flow in the Spirit, Lord. Put every thought under your captivity and obedience to Jesus Christ now. I thank you. Anoint my tongue, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Jesus. I thank you, Ruach HaKodesh. Fill our rooms. Fill our homes. Fill us up now wherever people are listening in, in the archives or in their homes, in their cars, in their phones. Lord Father, fill us now wherever we're at listening in, even in the archives. Fill us. Multiply your presence all around us. Give us revelation knowledge, Lord. We thank you, Lord Jesus. We bind up the enemy, Lord. Right now, we bind up the enemy. We bind up the accuser. 
the accusing spirits, Lord Father. We bind them up, Lord, because they use covet means, they use treacherous means, they use fear, warfare. Lord Father, right now, we cancel, we bind up, we cast out any spirit of fear, of doubt, of torment. Lord Jesus, we cast them out by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. Lord Father, we bind up the accuser because he has no no stance to accuse us. Lord, we are washed by the blood of the Lamb, and we are blameless by the blood of the Lamb, by the blood of Yeshua Mashiach. Bind them up and cast them away from us, Lord Father. Cancel every wicked device of the enemy coming our way. Cancel every plot, plan, scheme, snare, trap, ploy, curse, coven, wicked witches, warlocks, wizards. Lord Father, cancel all their wicked devices and return them to the head of the sender. Cancel all their wicked devices against the Lord's hour, against Elvie, against Brother Buddy and, and Sister Brenda and Marietta and Brother Joe and Jesus My Rock and Link Up and 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 and, and, and Elaine Touche. I know he'll be here later. Lord Father, cancel every wicked device coming against my brothers and sisters. Lord, cancel them right now by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus, for your love. I thank you, Lord. And I seal this prayer by the blood of the Lamb. I seal it right now by the blood of the Lamb. Thank you, Yeshua Mashiach. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Brothers and sisters, welcome to the Lord's Hour. Welcome tonight. I thank you for joining us and listening in. Well, Kodeshim, uh, just so you know, Kodeshim means the anointed ones, the set-apart ones, the saints, the holy ones, those that have purified themselves, and those that are in the process. You know, let's not be discriminating around here. We we have some that are coming in now, and and they're joining us, and they're they're going to be part of the Kodeshim, and you and you are in, you are being equipped. So let us let us welcome you, and we welcome all the new believers because you are going to be part of the Kodeshim, the holy ones, the chosen ones, the set apart ones, the remnant. That's the Kodeshim, and as the Kodeshim, we know that there's dark days coming. Uh, some of us some of us have seen them. Some of us have had dreams about them. Um, I've actually been told it by directly by a person from the Department of Defense, uh, Luciferian, um, uh, 33rd degree. I've been told of this darkness. I've been told of the chaos and the and the uh, rise of the phoenix and all this stuff that's coming. So I was even told by government worker. <clears throat> so we all know it's coming. We're seeing it. We're seeing the ISIS. We're seeing the fear tactics of the enemy. You know, this is all evidenced by all the stuff we see in the news, the the news media owned, owned and paid for and bought, just to just to continue their psyops and their mind games and their 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 MK Ultra and Monarch and Paperclip Project. We're seeing all this in the news, in the TV, the jihad wars, the wars and rumors of wars, and and, and you know. We shouldn't be in fear. You see, all this has been foretold to us. You know, it, it's a wonderful thing to be able to read the Bible and see it happening right in front of our face. It's a wonderful thing to know that our Lord and Savior has given us a guidebook, something to go by, something to, to say, look, it's right here, look, it's right there. You know, in the olden days, the apostles, the, the old prophets of old, of the Old Testament, the ones that were just 
going along as 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 the time passed they wrote down what they saw but we are fortunate brothers and sisters but because we actually have the the finished book and now we're seeing it play out right in front of our eyes so it's a wonderful thing because we can see all this stuff happening it has been foretold to us so now that we know it's been foretold to us and now that we know what's to come and now that we know how it ends and now that we know that the Lord is going to equip and he's going to have his army, we know all we have to do is stand. This is not our battle. This is his battle. He won the battle. He's the winner. He's the victory. We just got to be victorious. We just have to be the overcomers, brothers and sisters. So there's no need to fear. The enemy is trying to make the people of the earth fear. <laughs> You know, it's not funny. I shouldn't be laughing because it's not a laughing matter. Uh, actually, I'm I'm laughing at the enemy, okay? That's what I'm laughing at. He's trying so hard to make the people fear. He's trying to so hard to, to get people all up in arms. And, you know, and this, I got to tell you, you know, the enemy is not a fool. He's been practicing this for thousands and thousands of years. That's why when we when we when we claim the blood of Jesus, he has nothing to stand on because the weights and measures are not fair against us that are 40 years old, 30 years old, 50 years old. You know, he's thousands and thousands of years old. So it's not fair. So that's that's when we go into the courtroom, when we go into the courtyard and we plead our case before the Lord and the accuser is standing there. That's what we say. We plead the blood of Jesus and he has to flee. You know, we, we we submit to Yahavah, we submit to the Lord, and the devil shall flee from us, brothers and sisters. So there's no need to fear. You see, out of fear, out of fear, the enemy can make people do things that they will never do if they were not fearful. This is psyops, this is coin warfare, this is counterinsurgence warfare, brothers and sisters. He's using this to make the people cower and, and 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 not say nothing. You know, they're they're all scared. Oh no, they're watching us. Oh no, oh no, we can't say this. Oh no, we can't post this on Facebook. Oh no, you know what? They've been saying this for years now, brothers and sisters. All this has been said for years. And let me tell you, for years ago, they were saying, don't put none on Facebook. Don't put nothing here. Don't say nothing here. Oh, no, you can't tell this person. We don't want them to know what you know. Oh, we don't want the people coming to your house and stealing your stuff and the prepping. Because now that you prepped and now they're taking your stuff. And oh, no, oh, no. This is all a tactic by the enemy, brothers and sisters. And once you come to the conclusion that... God is in control. He has it all under his control. That's what he told David Wilkerson. You know, the I was listening to that um that video today by the was it Shock Truth or Truth Shock TV or something like that, where they had uh some of David Wilkerson's nineteen seventy three revelation by God. And David Wilkerson was like what are we going to do? What are we going to do? All these things that the bride, they're going to be so, it's, I mean, the objective, every, and then and then he said that God, God has got everything under control. It's all part of his plan. It's under control, brothers and sisters. All he asks us to do is sound the alarm. All we got to do is sound the alarm, wake the people up, occupy, you know, People are people are afraid. Their bills, money, uh, their homes, their this, and and I gotta tell you, the enemy and his central bankers, 
and their their evil plots and plans they're 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 kicking people out their houses they they got the babylonian system on 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 lockdown they're 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 keeping people out the babylonian system they're taking money away from people they're they're doing all kinds of evilness in this world so that's how we know uh the lord has to bring his judgment because this is just so evil and the and the and the dead babies and and the selling of the of the bodies and the selling of of the of the baby parts oh my gosh the innocent blood is it's just is is got to give they're poisoning us every time we turn around is more poison so that's how we know uh these things are coming to pass and that's how we know that the bible is all truth and and we have a story to follow So it's not for us to fall victim of these attacks of fear, these fiery arrows of the enemy. You know, when you feel like there's a fiery arrow or dart sent your way, just pray, Lord Jesus, by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ, I take this fiery arrow of fear. I pluck it out and pluck it out. If you have pain, pluck out this fiery arrow of pain, Lord Jesus, and I claim the blood of Jesus. Because those are nothing but lies from the enemy, brothers and sisters. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh. We have to be filled, brothers and sisters, by the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh. Now is the time to be filled. Now is the time to have our oils, our lamps filled with oil. You see, with us being filled and sold out to God and totally surrendered to the Lord, the enemy is afraid of people like us. The enemy is afraid of people that are totally sold out for the Lord. The enemy is fearful. That's why he's he's trying to make us fear because he is in fear of us being totally sold out, being totally filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, I thought they were going to come knocking on my door a long time ago. But guess what? I don't fear no man. I only fear God. And he keeps me safe. The enemy is afraid of people like us. The, the enemy is afraid of people like me because people like us that are totally sold out to the Lord, listening to the Lord, listening to the Holy Spirit, walking with the Holy Spirit, sharing time with the Holy Spirit, dwelling in the secret place of the Most High. Guess what? We turn towns upside down. We turn cities upside down. With our intercessory prayers, towns and cities are shook and the enemy has to flee. The people that Satan fears are those who are not afraid to lay down their lives, brothers and sisters. Are you willing to lay down your life for the Lord, brothers and sisters? Because if you are, the enemy will flee. And they will be afraid of you. And towns and cities will be shooken up, brothers and sisters. When a person is filled with Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh, they no longer live in fear, but live of life, but they live a life of, of power, of dunamis power. Look at Colossians chapter 1, verse 10, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Increasing in the knowledge of God. We increase our knowledge by being in the word of God. By increasing the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us 
He has qualified you, brothers and sisters. He has qualified you for such a time as this because you're here. You're listening in. You are qualified to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the lights. The word strengthen means dunamo, to make strong, to be confirmed, to confirm, to be enabled. There's a family of dunamis power, duna power words, dunamai, to be able, dunamis power, usually supernatural power, dunamo, to strengthen, dunastis, sovereign, to ruler, dunato, to be mighty, dunatos, powerful, dynamic, dynamite. <laughs> this is what the enemy fears <laughs> Now you see why he's trying to make everybody fearful <laughs> Oh what a mighty God we serve And you are qualified brothers and sisters The powers of darkness are doing all they can To attack the kingdom of Yah The powers of darkness are doing all they can To attack the kingdom of Yahavah you see, brothers and sisters, the kingdom of Yahavah suffers violence, but the violent will take it by force, brothers and sisters. Some people get offended by me. Some people say I, I, I post too much stuff. Some people say this. Some of my family members say that. But you know what? The violent are going to take it by force. I'm going to stand up against the enemy. I'm going to fight the good fight because it's the violent that are going to take it by force. Nobody's going to mess with my God. Nobody's going to mess with my Savior. As long as I have breath in my body, I'm going to stand up for the Lord and all His righteousness and His kingdom and His power and His dunamis power. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve, brothers and sisters. Well, we're at the end of the year. You know, it's Christmas time. We're going to hear all these things now about Christmas and why we shouldn't be celebrating Christmas and why, why, uh, well, you know, uh, uh, it was a pagan holiday and, you know, and the pagan and uh, this and, well, let me tell you something. Chris, Christ, Mas, if, if anybody out there that speaks Spanish and I, and I heard this today from a brother, and I got to tell you, this has been my thought for years. You know, I I praise and I worship the Lord every day, every, 365 days a year. I spend my time with the Lord. I give him the, the, my last breaths of the day, or should I say my last wake-up hours or minutes or hours. Sometimes my minutes turn into hours. Uh, and then the first thing in the morning and then throughout the day. And you know, for me, Christmas, Christmas, gives me the opportunity to yell it from on high. Christmas gives me the opportunity to yell it from the rooftops. And you know something? Uh, before uh, Barack Insane Obama uh, came up to his second term here, uh, he said he's going to win the war on Christmas. So I got to tell you, if he's going to win the war on Christmas, that means he must be against it. So if he's against it, then I'm going to be for it. You see that? Whatever he's against, I am for because I know who he is. And I am for Christ, Mas. And if you look at the word Christ, Mas, M-A-S, Christmas, M-A-S in Spanish, Mas, 
means more. So if you look at Christmas, Christmas in Spanish, it means more of Christ. You see that? More of Christ. That means Christ, Christ must. More of Christ. And how many times in the Bible we see where it says more of Christ. Get more of Christ. Brothers and sisters, we have to be wise as serpents and gentle as a dove. We're living in a world where <laughs> there's so many doctrines and theologies and philosophies. And, you know, one thing that I try to do the most is I think of love and I think of mercy and tenderness like a dove. A dove is so beautiful and tender. I remember when I was small, I used to hold these birds in my hands, these little beautiful doves. And... um I don't know why I even held these birds now that I think about it, but for some reason, uh, I think my dad maybe have taken me to these places where they have pigeons. Anyways, um, I remember holding doves, and they're so soft and tender. You know, we have to be soft and tender with people. When we're talking to them, you know, we have to be soft and tender, you know, because it seems like everything that God has made the enemy has uh counterfeited it and 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 even even when it comes back to Christmas I mean okay so Barack and Saint Obama he's he got the war on Christmas he said it before his second uh term when he was going for his second term he said it and then you got some Christians against Christmas too so now the enemy has both sides fighting against Christmas so you got to think outside the box sometimes you got to think why all this fighting even the enemy camp is fighting against Christmas. What is the big deal? Why do they hate it so much? You see, that's the key word. Why do they hate these things so much? Because there must be something there. And 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 Christ Christmas means more of Christmas. I want more of Christmas. So when I talk to people, I got to be as wise as a serpent, but gentle as a dove. And treat them kindly. And treat them gently. You know? And I and during this time of the year, during this end part of the year, I am screaming Jesus from the rooftops. I am yelling Jesus from the rooftops. You know, Jesus, I know Jesus probably wasn't born on December 25th. I know he wasn't born on the 25th. You know, he was probably born in September or November or July or August or April. You know, but this is the one time where I get to celebrate the birth from on high. I could put a birth nativity scene in my front yard, I can put Jesus on blast. But the enemy tries to get in our minds, just like with the fear tactics and the, the psyops and the, the fear tools and the, the tormenting. and the, He tries to, the battles in our minds, brothers and sisters. When, we're, when we are born again, when we're born again, our spirits are renewed. Our spirits are made new. We get a new um, incorruptible uh, we're, we're born into the incorruptible We go from the corrupted to the incorrupted To the incorruptible, the unperishable The everlasting That's what it means to be born again We go from one corrupted seed To an incorruptible seed And if you dig deep in the Bible You know what I'm talking about Your spirit is, is made new Not your mind Your mind is not made new Okay, so the battle is in your mind. The battle the battleground is in your mind. That's why that's why we have to renew our mind every day, brothers and sisters. 
Because every day the enemy will try to battle us in our minds. Every day the enemy will try to battle us in, in the five gates. I've spoken about the five gates before. And um, we have the eye gates, the ear gates, the nose gates, the mouth gates, the touch gates. The enemy is going to try to make us put something before our eyes to, to make us... Uh, uh, fall into temptation or lust or desire or or or, or covetousness or, or 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 materialism or isms or schisms or the Lord might bring whisper I mean or, or the enemy might whisper something in our ear or or, or a radio song or, or or a disgusting music or or or, or something that we touch that that we we sh- maybe we shouldn't be touching that you see but our mind is saying don't touch that but then it's saying ooh touch that. Doesn't that feel good? But then the mind, no, 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 no. And then our spirit says, you know, you shouldn't be touching that. You know, that's a sin. You see, when we are born again, our spirit is made new, but our mind is not, brothers and sisters. So that's why we have to renew our minds daily. Romans 12, 1 and 2, it talks about renewing your mind daily. You see, tires wear out. A knife wears dull. You got to keep sharpening it. Your shoes wear out. Stuff wears out, so you must renew it. You have to replace it. You have to renew your mind, brothers and sisters. And by renewing your mind, getting in the Word every day, that's how you get the the revelation knowledge. That's how you get. That's how you understand the mysteries. That's how you get wisdom and knowledge. Okay. All right. So, you know, so it's the end of the year, and you know, I've been putting lights on my house, and you know, I've been wanting to. This year, you know, I, I I feel like this year is probably, you know, maybe the last year we're going to be able to celebrate Christmas. Who knows? I thought the same thing last year. But, you know, I've been, my boys wanted to see nice lights. And and uh, I said, you know what, I'm going to put some nice lights this year. I'm going to get the house all nice and lit up. And I'm going to really make it nice. And I wanted the lights to shine. I want the lights to shine brightly, brothers and sisters. You know, um, the electricity, I was thinking maybe the electricity is going to go up. You know, so so I got to monitor the electricity and I got to make sure I, I, I time it properly so it doesn't go too high. But, but you know, I got to maintain all these things and, and you know, you got to keep watch over it. You know, but I want it to shine brightly. You know, I want it to shine so that other people can see how how bright the lights are, you know, because when it gets night and it's dark, I like the the, the lights to look nice and shine brightly. In the old days, um, the oil and the lamps is what kept the wick going. The oil is what keeps the, the wick going and, and it keeps the light on. In the old days, they had to keep the oil on hand. They had to have reserve. You know, I got to have electricity to shine my lights, to to turn on my lights in my house. If I ain't got no electricity, I can't turn on the lights. In the old days, they had to keep oil on hand. They had to have a reserve. They had to have backup oil. So if they run out, they could put more oil in their lamps and their candles, and they could keep the, the, the light on. They could keep the candle on. You know, in Matthew 25, it talks about the five wise virgins that had the oil in their lamps. When the bridegroom came, they were able to um, go into the to the to the to the chambers. They were able to enter the door. And then the five foolish virgins, they couldn't go when the bridegroom came. 
They had to go buy more oil. They had to go get more oil, brothers and sisters. The times are coming where where people are gonna they're gonna come to you and they're gonna ask you information. They're gonna want to know stuff. You're gonna have to be filled with the oil. You know when all these uh, uh, psyops, all these um, the, the this fear tactics of the enemy that he's using on the people, you have to be filled with oil. You have to have your light shining because if not, you're going to be overwhelmed. You got to have your light shining. You got to have your oil to have your dunamis power. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit if you don't want to get overwhelmed with all these fear tactics and all these things going on in the world. You want to have your oil in your lamps when you have to talk to somebody or if someone's uh, saying negative things about Jesus or if somebody is trying to throw you off or trying to uh, uh, attack you or or, or 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 say false things about you because you have to say the right things so that people can get conviction in their hearts. So you have to have oil. You got to have oil in your lamps. You got to have the reserve. You got to be ready in and out of season, brothers and sisters. Let's turn to Matthew. Hallelujah. Let's turn to Matthew 5. Hallelujah. Matthew 5, 13. Praise Jesus. I'll give you a second to go look at Matthew 5. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Okay, Matthew 5 and verse 13. You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, how shall it be seasoned? It is then good for nothing but to be thrown out and trampled underfoot by men. 14. You are the light of the world. You, brothers and sisters, Kodeshim, you are the light of the world. A city that is set on a hill cannot be hidden, nor do they light a lamp and put it under a basket, but they put it on the lampstand. And it gives light to all who are in the house. Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Brothers and sisters, I got to tell you, people are watching you. People are watching you. Everyone around you is watching you. Your family's watching you. They're watching you to see if it is true. And if your light is shining so brightly, if you got the oil, if you have the oil, in your candle If you have the oil in your lamp You are shining brightly And they will see your light Shine before men And they may see your good works And they will glorify your Father in heaven Brothers and sisters Brothers and sisters Right now people are being called to go higher I mentioned this last week People are being called to go higher Brothers and sisters Abba Adonai is calling his Kodeshim to go higher. He's calling his church to go higher. He wants us to be, to enter into the Holy of Holies. He wants us to get more of him so that our light will shine brighter. So that when we're around people, they will, they will look and see you from across the room. And they will run to you to want to know what is so different about you, brothers and sisters. Because trust me, they will be able to see it, brothers and sisters. You see, the enemy's armies are advancing. They are gaining territories. 
they are spreading all across the world. We're you know those who watch TV. I was talking to my little uh, stepsister today, and she says she was seeing it on TV and this and that. And I had to, I had to educate her on on some things, you know. But 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 the enemy's armies are advancing, and and they're going into different territories, and they're gaining territories, and they're getting all kinds of weapons and stuff. You see. But Yahava Sevaot Ruach Hagodesh has his army rising too. Yahava Sevaot is advancing his army. He wants his people to go higher so he can advance his army. We must go higher because Yahava Sevaot wants to equip you. He wants to equip you to fight the good fight. He wants to equip you so when it's time and you're being called and your number comes up, you will be put into the into the war zone, brothers and sisters. But don't fear, because Yahavah Sevaot is with you. His power is with you. His kingdom is with you. His army is with you, brothers and sisters. We win this war, brothers and sisters. Don't fear. Yeah, the enemy's armies are advancing, but so is Yahavah Sevaot. Mashiach Ruach HaGodesh. His army is advancing. And can no man, can no wicked worldly ruler <laughs> come even come close to the army of Yahavah Sebaot? You see, his army is in the heavens. His army is above all the armies. His army is above all, everything. He is the host. He is the king of the hosts of all the armies, brothers and sisters. But the problem is there's so many lost people. There's so many people that don't know what's going on. There's so many people that are asking questions now. There's so many people that are waking up and wondering what's happening. There's so many people getting angry because they realize they've been had. There's so many people waking up realizing that the deception is at a level so high that they're that they don't know what to do. They're getting angry. They're getting mad, brothers and sisters. So that's why you got to have the oil. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit because as the Lord calls you higher, you're going to be doing higher roles for the Lord and you're going to be helping more and more people because there's so many lost out there, brothers. And our Father, our Savior, our merciful, loving, awesome Jesus doesn't want them to perish. He doesn't want them to perish. So it is our duty to go higher with the Lord. You see? It's our duty because he has a plan And you are in his plan Brothers and sisters You are part of the plan Hallelujah Matthew 5 you, you guys are, are you guys still in Matthew 5? Praise Jesus Okay let's look at um, Matthew 5 Verse 3 Brothers and sisters Hallelujah Blessed are the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. How many out there have mourned for their family members? How many out there have mourned for your loved ones? How many out there have cried and moaned and groaned for your loved ones? Well, guess what? You will be comforted. Blessed are the meek. Blessed are the humble. 
for they shall inherit the earth. How many out there have humbled themselves? How many out there have been attacked by family members, been ridiculed, been ostracized, been prognosticated on, been scoffed at and mocked at? How many out there have been scoffed and mocked at, but still you remain humble? You stayed meek. Well, guess what? Right here, verse 5, you shall inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. How many out there hunger and thirst for righteousness? Hunger and thirst for, for the true judgment of the Lord to come because the evilness is just so ugly and, and, and sad for the, for the victims. How many out there thirst for righteousness? Well, guess what? You shall be filled. Blessed are the merciful. How many show mercy? How many are forgiving? How many don't hold bitterness? Well, guess what? You shall obtain mercy. Blessed are the pure in heart. For they shall see God. Blessed are the peacemakers. How many even even out there that, that have been ostracized, that have been scoffed at and mocked at, you kept your peace. You didn't lash out. You didn't, you didn't fight back. Well, guess what? You shall be called sons of God, daughters of God, brothers and sisters. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake. For theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Hallelujah. When the time comes, when the time comes and the Lord calls on you, what are you going to say? Uh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute, Lord. I got to go get more oil. Hold on. I, 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 I didn't know it was, it was now. I didn't know you meant now. Oh, no, I got to go get more oil. How many out there? Don't have enough oil in their lamps. When people are going to come to you and ask you for the answers, when people are going to ask you about Bible, when people are going to come to you seeking the answers, what are you going to tell them? I have to go get more oil. Hold on, hold on. Let me go. Let me go figure this out. Hold on. Let me go spend more time with the Lord. Hold on, hold on. I have to go in my secret place and spend more time with the Lord. Hold on. I got to get more light. Hold on. You have. To be filled with the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters. You see, the, the the army of the enemy, the Wiccans, the Covens, the Warlocks, the Wizards, these people, they're filled with their stuff. They are filled with their hooga booga stuff. And let me tell you, they pray from, from 7 at night to 5 in the morning. They are relentless, brothers and sisters. That's how we have to be. Let's look at Job. Hallelujah. Let's look at Job, verse 15. Praise Jesus. Let's look at Job, verse uh, chapter 15. Hallelujah. And verse 2. Should a wise man utter vain knowledge and fill his belly with the east wind? Should a wise man utter vain knowledge and fill his belly with the east wind. The east wind, the spiritual meaning of east wind means falsities, evils, evil spirits. What are we seeing today? We're seeing the wise men of the earth utter vain knowledge and fill their belly with evilness, with falsities. Verse 35, they conceive mischief 
and they bring forth vanity, and their belly prepareth deceit, and their belly prepareth deceit. What are we seeing now? In Job 20, verse 19, it says, Because he hath oppressed and hath forsaken the poor, because he has violently seized the house which he didn't even build, because he knows no quietness in his heart. Job 32, verse 18 to 20, For out of the abundance... Hold on, let me turn to Job 32... Verse 18, hold on a second, Job 32, praise Jesus. Verse Job, verse 32, starting in verse 18. For I am full of, a, of matter, the spirit within me, for I am full of matter, I am full of words. The spirit within me constrains me. Behold, my belly is as wine which has no vent. It is ready to burst like new bottles. When we are filled with the Holy Spirit, brothers and sisters, when we are filled with the Holy Spirit, we are full of words. The Spirit within us compels us. The Spirit within us compels us, brothers and sisters. Behold, our belly is as wine, which has no vent. It, 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 the pressure builds up, and it is ready to burst. Like new bottles, it's ready to burst. You see, for out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Right here we see Job is full of words, brothers and sisters. We have to get full of the Holy Spirit. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit. <clears throat> we have to have this overflow in us. Because when the time comes, we'll be able to let it flow. We'll be able to open our mouths and out of the abundance of the heart it will flow, brothers and sisters. We have to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Ruach Hagodesh. Look at Luke. Look at look at look at look at Luke. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Luke chapter six, verse in forty-five. A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good, and an evil man out of the evil treasure of his heart brings forth evil. For out of the abundance of the heart, his mouth. Speaks Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Psalms 31.9 Have mercy upon me, O Lord. El Elyon. For I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief. Yeah, my soul and my belly. Have mercy upon me, O Lord. El Elyon. That's what I call my Lord sometimes. I call him El Elyon, the most high, the most highest ever in the atmosphere, in the universe. Above all, El Elyon, have mercy upon me, for I am in trouble. Mine eye is consumed with grief. Everywhere I look, everywhere I look, I see people, and I am grieved, brothers and sisters. The spirit within me is grieved because of all the people, brothers and sisters. That, that might be perishing, brothers. My soul and my belly is grieved, brothers and sisters. The other day I was driving to, to the soccer game, um, and I was looking at all the families and all the children. 
and my heart just grieved. And it, it just, sometimes it hurts to just see the blind and the deception of the world and the deceptions and the, and the tactics of the enemy, how he has blinded everybody and how some churches, how most churches are not preaching the word, how most churches are not, are not, are not yelling off the rooftops the times that we are living, brothers and sisters. Mine eye is consumed with grief. Yeah, my soul and my belly. Oh, Jesus. Proverbs 18.8, the words of a talebearer. The words of a talebearer. Proverbs 18.8, a talebearer is a gossiper, a slanderer. The words of a gossiper or slanderer are as wounds. And they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. The words of a gossiper slanderer are as wounds. And they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. You see, words affect people. Words are sometimes like wounds. And they go down into the innermost parts of the belly of a person. Inside of the container, inside of our centermost. Put your hands on your belly. Right now, put your hands on your belly right now. The words of a gospel slander are as wounds, and they go down into the innermost parts of the belly. The words can sometimes affect this area. That's why it's important to speak words of life. That's why it's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why it's important to be filled with the Ruach HaGodesh. Because by being filled with the Ruach HaGodesh, you will speak life. You will speak the utterances out of your heart. You will speak life into people, not what the evil wise men speak. They speak deceit. They speak falsities. They speak evilness. They speak uh, covetousness. They speak murderous. They speak death. But brothers and sisters, being filled with the Holy Spirit, when the time comes, you'll be able to speak life. These people that have been wounded in their belly, you can speak life. You can heal their wounds, brothers and sisters. Out of their out of out of their in their belly you can heal their wounds by your words of life, by your words from the Holy Spirit, the Ruach Hagodesh. I can't tell you how many times I can't tell you how many times I'll be speaking to people and they'll tell me, How did you know that? Or or, or my gosh, you you're you're speaking right to things that I'm, I'm dealing with. I just finished thinking about that. I just finished talking about that. How did you know? How did you know? I didn't know. It's the Holy Spirit that knows. It's just the Holy Spirit in me. It's the rivers of living water that flows out of me. It's the oil in my candle. It's the oil in the lamp. It's the oil that I have in my belly. It's the oil that I have... I have I have purified myself and I have put in my belly. You see, the rivers of living water will flow out of your belly, brothers and sisters. Proverbs twenty twenty seven. The spirit of man is the candle of the Lord Most High, searching all the inward parts of the belly. Mercy and truth preserve the king. And his throne is upholden by mercy. The glory of young men is their strength. And the beauty of old men is their gray head. 
the blueness of a wound, the black, you know, the black and blue, the black and blue of a wound, of a bruise, a bruise, uh, the blueness, the blueness of a wound, a bruise and a wound cleans away evil. So do stripes, the inward parts, chambers of the belly, brothers and sisters. John seven thirty eight. John seven thirty eight. Out of your belly shall flow rivers of living water. John seven thirty eight, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for your rivers of living water. John seven thirty eight. He who believes in me, he this is Jesus talking. He who believes in me, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. You know, out of the throne room of God, out of the Holy of Holies flows the river, flows the mighty rivers, and the rivers come down into our hearts, and out of our hearts flows the rivers of living water, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. What a mighty God we serve. That is why it's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's why it's important for those that don't know God, for those that do not know Jesus, for those that don't have this relationship with the Lord, that don't know how to get oil, that don't know how to fill their belly with oil, that don't know how to fill their lamps with oil, their candles with oil. Hallelujah. We have to we have to come you have to come to know Jesus. You have to be born again. First Peter two twenty three. Who when he was reviled then hold on. Is this the right verse? First Peter two. Uh oh. I think I made a mistake. Having been born again of corruptible from incorruptible. Praise Jesus. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, having been born again, First Peter chapter one, verse twenty-three. Having been born again, not of corruptible seed, but incorruptible through the word of God, which lives and abides forever. This is why we have to be born again. We go from a corruptible to an incorruptible to an everlasting seed. Uh, incorruptible And in your belly is where the spirit resides Touch your belly again In your belly is where the spirit resides This is where the candle, the light is This is where we store our oil This is where we fill our oil When the bridegroom comes This is where we're going to have our oil In our belly, brothers and sisters That's why in the scripture I read John 7, 38 Out of your belly will flow rivers of living water And out of the abundance of the heart The mouth speaks You see You see the belly gets filled up with oil It gets filled up with oil And this is also when it comes to uh, Speaking in the spirit and getting in the spirit When you're filled with the Holy Spirit When you're filled with Ruach HaGodesh when you're filled, your belly is filled. Your belly gets filled with the rivers of living water. Your belly is filled with the Holy Spirit, with the rivers of living water. And it starts bubbling like the wine, like I said earlier, like new wine. It starts bubbling, and it starts bubbling, 
and it starts bubbling up into your heart. The Holy Spirit is in your is in your belly, is in your candle. The oil, the oil is in there, and it starts bubbling, it starts bubbling, it starts bubbling, and it goes into your heart. And now your heart, now your not overflows in your heart, now becomes abundant in your heart. And now it's abundant in your heart. And once it's abundant in your heart, it starts going up your throat. And it starts going up your throat. And as it starts going up your throat, it comes out of your mouth. And you open up your mouth. And then you speak. And out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, brothers and sisters. Out of the abundance of the belly, of the oil in the belly, up into your heart, out of the abundance of your heart, you open your mouth. And here comes out the Holy Spirit, Ruach to the people all around you. To the people asking the questions, to the people wondering and wanting to know more. When the Holy Spirit, when Ruach HaGodesh comes to you and asks you to do something, it's overflowing. You already know what to respond. When people come seeking answers, you already know because it's flowing out of you. Out of the abundance of the heart, the rivers, your, your mouth opens up. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. The belly is filled with oil, and it goes into overflow mode into your heart. And out of the rivers of living water now flows all through you. And you open your mouth, and now it comes out into the atmosphere. That's why your words are so important. That's why there is power in the spoken word. That's why there's so much power in the tongue. That's why there's so much power in the spoken word, brothers and sisters, you see the enemy curses. The enemy can cast their incantations, their enchantments, their curses, their hoodoos, their voodoos. They can curse and do all that stuff by the power of the tongue, brothers and sisters. But we have a mightier power. We have the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit, Ruach Hagodesh, in our belly. We have the Holy Spirit, the oil of the lamp in our belly. We are the light. And as that belly, as the oil overflows, it flows into the chambers of our hearts, into the chambers just pumping, boom, 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 pumping right through our hearts, overflowing into our, into our necks, into our throats. And then it comes out and it crushes the curses. It crushes the kingdom of the enemy. It crushes every enchantment, every incantation, every hoodoo, every voodoo. It crushes all the plans of the enemy. And the enemy has to flee, has to flee. By the blessed of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Praise you, Holy Spirit. You have to come to Jesus. You have to be born again. You have to be filled with the oil. You have to fill your belly with oil. You have to fill your belly with oil. And out of the belly being filled, your heart will overflow. Your heart will overflow. And out of your mouth will flow the rivers of living water. Oh, praise you and thank you, Jesus. So you praise you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. So by being born again, you get a new glorified spirit. By being born again, you get a new glorified spirit in your belly. An imperishable spirit. A spirit that is everlasting. To everlasting, from glory to glory, from age to age, you and the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh, become one. I said you and the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh, become one. And as you share more of your time with the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh, your belly, your oil container gets filled. The candle keeps burning. 
And then it starts overflowing into your heart. And now your heart becomes overflowed and it starts bubbling up into your throat. And then you open up your mouth for those around you. And the abundance, the overflow comes out, brothers and sisters. It's such a mighty, mighty thing. It's so remarkable how this happens. You become energized. And as you do this more, as you do this more, and people start freaking out and and and, and, and start like their eyes get wide open, you become energized. It's it's like an energizer. It's like a it's like an activation mode, and your spirit becomes activated, and you are one with Yahavah. It says in His Word, "Abide in Me, and I will abide in you." Brothers and sisters, we are His vessels. He will speak through you. He will use you for mighty works. Hallelujah. But until this happens, until we're born again, until we get filled with the Holy Ghost, until we get filled with the Holy Spirit power, the dunamis power, until this happens, we are like the walking dead. We are like that show. I don't, I don't, I don't even see it. But I hear people talking about it. Unless we get like this, we're like the walking dead. Unless we're born again and get filled with the Holy Spirit, we're like the walking dead, brothers and sisters. And we don't want to be like that. I know I don't want to be like that. You know, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to I'm I'm trying to get 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 with the program here myself, brothers and sisters. You know, I'm trying to be a mighty man of valor. I'm trying to I'm trying to do my best to be the Kodeshim. My biggest fear is to get the Lord upset at me. I want him to be happy. I want my daddy to be happy with me. I want my papa to be happy. I don't want to upset him. So we have to be born again. We have to have the Holy Spirit. We have to be residing in him. Give him every time, every minute that you can think of. Give it to him. Praise him. Worship him at work. When you go to the bathroom, worship him. Speak in, speak in the spirit. Speak the angel. Speak the tongues of angels. So your spirit gets alive and becomes activated. It has to be alive and activated because your mind, your mind is not changed when you're born again. So your mind has to be activated. Your mind has to be in alignment with the Lord. Your mind has to be renewed every day so you can be filled with the Holy Ghost, so you can be filled with the Holy Spirit. This is what you have to do. That's why the mind has to be renewed daily. The mind is the soulish realm. That's where Satan can try to get in. That's where Satan can try to make you feel depressed and oppressed, like you're not worthy, like you're not worthy to do these mighty things, like you're not worthy to speak for the Lord, like you're not worthy to stand up for the kingdom of Yahavah. But that's a lie from the devil. That's a lie. Yahavah loves you. He loves you. And if and and if you think and if you think that that you might have done something wrong, just repent. He'll forgive you. He's not he's not a a a a, a being that will kick you out the house. He's not mean. He's not he's loving. He's long suffering. He loves you, and he will sit next to you and guide you. He will sit next to you and heal your wounds. He won't kick you out the house if you make a mistake. He might. He might discipline you. He might give you disciplina. He might give you a little pow pow. But he's not going to kick you out the house, brothers and sisters. He loves you. 
So get in alignment with the Lord. Don't let the enemy lie to you. Don't let the enemy bring you down. You know, sometimes you get these thoughts in your head and you think it's you. It's not you. Those thoughts are from you. You see, tries to the enemy can only work from the outside in. What the enemy does comes from the outside in. The Holy Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit is in your belly. Remember, that's what the Holy Spirit is. He is in us. He's within us. He he is in our innermost being. He is our innermost being. The Holy Spirit inside out. I just told you, you get filled with the Holy Spirit. He works from the inside out, from your belly up into your heart, to the chambers of your heart. Blood, he pumps through your blood and he comes out through your mouth and you speak it out into the atmosphere. The decree, the declarations of the Lord. But the enemy comes from the outside. He can only work from the outside in and try to attack your mind. That's renew your mind. These thoughts that are coming to your mind, these thoughts are not from you. are not yours. They're not from you. You know, it's the enemy. He's trying to, he's trying to oppress you. He's trying to torment you. He's trying to distract you from destiny. This is why it is important to keep your temple holy. This is why you have to keep your temple holy. You have to keep the candle lit. You have to keep filling your belly with oil, brothers and sisters. The armor of God is a mighty, mighty, mighty weapon, brothers and sisters. Love. And the, another easy way to do this is love. Brothers and sisters, love. The enemy, there's nothing that the enemy has that can come against love. Love crushes everything that the enemy can do. What is the royal law? I've said this over and over. The royal law is love. Love thy God before all others. Love him with all your mind, heart, and soul. Love him. Love your neighbors. Love the people that are perishing around you. Love the people that don't know Jesus. Don't, don't ridicule them. Don't get mad at them. Love them. Against love, there's nothing that the enemy can do. Absolutely nothing can the enemy do against love. Brothers and sisters, another way to be filled, another way to be full of the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaKodesh, is with worship. That's why I like to worship the Lord. Worship is not the same as thanksgiving. We enter the gates with thanksgiving. We enter into the gates with thanksgiving. However, the altar of incense is in the Holy of Holies. Worship is in the Holy of Holies. That's how we get into the Holy of Holies. The altar of incense. That's in the Holy of Holies. That's how we get in there. Thanksgiving is how we enter into the gates. You see, but men, a lot of men have problems with this. You see, because of the macho thing. We have we have macho, macho men. And they can't worship the Lord. They don't know how to worship because they don't want to sing. They don't want to sing praises. You remember last week when I read Isaiah 6. When I read Isaiah 6, the, the seraphim, the, the worshiping seraphims. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord. Holy, 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 holy is the Lord. Kadosh, 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 kadosh. 
Karosh. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord. That's another way of getting our bellies filled. Worship is obedience. Worship is obedience. You bow down. You surrender to the Lord. Enter the gates with thanksgiving. It will not get you into the Holy of Holies. The altar of incense is the Holy of Holies. In, is in the Holy of Holies. We worship the Lord. We worship. We sing We sing praise. We sing words of, of worship and exaltation. We sing words. We, we give them holy. We say holy, holy, holy like in Isaiah 6. The seraphim are flying above him, uh, collecting the praises and worships of the saints, brothers and sisters. That's how we get filled with oil. We have to maintain this house. We have to maintain the temple. You see, this is what Abba, Adonai, always wanted. This is what Daddy always wanted. He wanted the whole time to be in us. He wanted to be in us, brothers and sisters. He didn't want to be, he didn't want to stay in the ark he didn't want to be behind the walls. He didn't want to be behind a veil, brothers and sisters. He wanted to be inside of us. He wanted to be in us. Jesus said, we are the temple. This is the temple, brothers and sisters. That's why it's important to be filled. That's why it's important to be holy. That's why it's important to practice holiness, to purify ourselves, brothers and sisters. We have to stay engaged we have to stay activated, brothers and sisters. So so the whole so the, the, the Holy Spirit inside of us. So our daddy, so our Abba Aronai, so Yeshua Mashiach, Ruach Hagodesh will dwell in our temple. He will dwell in this temple. He will abide in us. We must stay engaged. The people around us are watching us. They are watching you, brothers and sisters. They are seeing if you slip up. They are watching everything you do to see if you mess up. And you see, there's also demon spirits that are assigned to you. There's also uh, all kinds of demon spirits assigned to you. They're called familiar spirits. They're, a born-again believer cannot be possessed, but they can be demonized. There's There's believers out there that can be demonized. They don't have any oil in their lamps. Yeah, they've... They've accepted Jesus Christ in their hearts, but then they go on sinning. They continue to go on living like hell, brothers and sisters. Demons attach themselves to that. They're called familiar spirits. That's why when a person feels uncomfortable, when a person has been so involved in sin, they go to what their familiar their familiarities are. Some people are familiar with drugs. Some people are familiar with marijuana. Some people are familiar with alcohol. Some people are familiar with, with sex. Some people are familiar with video games. Some people are familiar with doing all these things. But they don't be familiar with the Holy Spirit because they feel ashamed and embarrassed. <clears throat> when we feel ashamed and embarrassed, that's when he says, Come. Come to me. Drink. Drink of the rivers of living water. Purify yourselves from the rivers of living water. There is no condemnation. He will not kick you out of the house. You see, these familiar spirits, they watch you. They know everything you do. They know what you like. They know what you don't like. They're predators. 
They're predators. They hunt. They study their prey. They put thoughts in your mind. They lie to you. They oppress you. They irritate you. They torment you. They interfere with your spiritual life. There are millions of them, and they're everywhere, brothers and sisters. That's why it's important to be filled with the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh. When you're standing on solid ground, brothers and sisters, your foundation cannot sink. You're not standing on sinking sand, brothers and sisters. Brothers and sisters, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, when you are filled with the Holy Spirit, these familiar spirits cannot attach to you. When you're filled with the Ruach HaGodesh, there's no demon in the world that can come and try to get you, brothers and sisters. But we can never be possessed. You see, possession is something that is bought. If you possess something, you bought something. You take ownership over it. There's no demon that can take ownership over us. Our, we have been paid with a price, and the price is the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus has bought us and set us free, brothers and sisters. The demons, no wickedness can can possess you because we have been bought by the blood of Jesus. Oh, hallelujah. The blood of Jesus cancels everything that the enemy tries to do. The blood of Jesus uh, delivers people from demons. The blood of Jesus raises people from the dead. The spirit of Yeshua Mashiach casts out demons. The spirit of Yeshua Mashiach Raise Lazarus from the dead, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to read you a story here. This was Jacob's last words to his sons in Genesis 49. One of one of Jacob's last words as he was on his deathbed and he was he was uh giving his sons prophet uh, some prophecies to his sons to each one of his sons. He he gave him a prophecy. And this is just to show you the power of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, that is residing in us, that is filling our bellies, that is the oil, the Holy Spirit in our belly. Hallelujah. In Genesis 49, verse 19, Jacob is talking to his son Gad. He's telling his son Gad, he's telling Gad a troop, Shall tramp upon him He's telling Gad A troop shall tramp upon you But Gad But he shall triumph At last At the last at the, Towards towards the end Towards the last um, He will triumph Gad a troop Gad means a troop A tramp A triumph a troop, a tramp, a triumph. Gad went from troop to tramp to triumph. And I'm going to show you here in a minute. These are all word plays on the Hebrew name of Gad. Gad's tribe later settled east of the Jordan, suffering much from the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Amalekite attacks. These are the um, the sons of the fallen ones, the Nephilim, the Rephaim, whatever you want to call them. The giants, uh, uh, the Ammonites, the Moabites, the Amalekites, they had giants in their tribes. And Gad suffered much triumph from them. He suffered a lot from them. And he was 
and he was trampled upon. Okay? And then let's go now to Mark 5. Let's go now to Mark 5 when Jesus came on the set. When Jesus came on the scene, brothers and sisters. In Mark 5, now Jesus appears. Now Jesus is in is in the picture in Mark 5. Now remember, this was all the way back in Genesis 49. When Jacob told his son that he's going to be triumphed, he's going to be trampled upon. Mark 5, we'll start in verse 1. I have to get some water. Go turn to Mark 5. We're going to start there. Okay, Mark 5. <clears throat> and then they came to the other side of the sea, to the country of the Gadarenes. You see the son of Gad, the Jacob's son Gad. To the country of the Gadarenes. And when he had come out of the boat, this is Jesus, came out of the boat, immediately there met him out of the tombs a man with an unclean spirit. Who had his dwelling among the tombs, and no one could bind him, not even with chains, because he had often been bound with shackles and chains, and the chains had been pulled apart by him, and the shackles broken in pieces, neither could anyone tame him. And always night and day he was in the mountains and in the tombs, crying out and cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from afar, he ran and worshipped him. And he cried out with a loud voice and said, What have I to do with you, Jesus? Son of the Most High God, I implore you by God that you do not torment me. And Jesus said to him, Come out of the man unclean spirit. And then Jesus asked him, What is your name? And he answers, saying, My name is Legion, for we are many. Also he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, Send us to the swine. Please send us to the swine, Jesus, that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000 he had 2,000 demons, legions in him, familiar spirits. A son of Jacob from the Gadarene tribe. Then they came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legions sitting and clothed. You see, he was triumphed. He was trampled on by these, by these demons, by these legions. He was cutting himself. He would cry. He was triumphed. Sitting and clothed and in his right mind. They saw him sitting and clothed and in his right mind. And they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how it happened to him. Who had been demon possessed and about the swine. And then they had began to plead with him to depart from their region. And when he got into the boat. He who had been demon possessed. 
a descendant of Gad, begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he has had compassion on you. And then the Gadarene departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis all that Jesus had done for him and all marveled. You see, now he triumphed over the enemy because he went, a descendant of Jacob went after he was delivered from Jesus Christ. He had legions in his body. He was triumphed. He was trampled on. He was crying. He would cut himself. I work in a I worked I've worked in prisons and jails. I've seen inmates cut themselves. They are being tormented. But Jesus came and he set him free. And the man, the Gadarene, departed and began to proclaim in the in the Coplis all that Jesus had done. And now he triumphed and all marveled at what Jesus had done. So now he triumphed at the name of Jesus Christ. He triumphed because Jesus set him free. Jesus set free a descendant of Jacob. A Gadarene, brothers and sisters. That's the kind of power we have. That from all the way in Genesis, all the way from Genesis to Mark 5, Jesus had a plan and a purpose and a destiny for a son of Jacob. And he had to go through all these trials and tribulations to be set free. A, a long lineage of descendants and finally, he triumphed in Mark 5. And, and, and they marveled, brothers and sisters, by the power of Jesus Christ. This is the power that is in you. This is the power that we are tapping into, brothers and sisters. All the oppressive spirits, all the, 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 the tormenting spirits have to flee at the blood of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters. Oh, come in here, all you who fear Yahuwah El Elyon, and I will tell you what he has done for my soul. When the crowd saw it, they were afraid, and they glorified Yah, who had given such authority to men and women. Brothers and sisters, Kodeshim, he gives you such authority. He gives you the authority to set people free. He gives you the authority to set the captives free, brothers and sisters. The prophets, the disciples, all those of old wish that they could be living in such a time as this. They wish they could be around in such a time as this because they knew the glorious manifestation of the sons and daughters of God would come to pass. They knew and they waited for the expectations of the manifestations of the sons and daughters of God. Are you a willing vessel for Yahweh El Elyon? Are you a vessel for the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you filling your belly with oil, brothers and sisters? Are you filling your bellies, brothers and sisters? We serve a mighty God that breaks down the walls of the enemy. We serve a mighty God 
that makes the enemy to flee. We serve a mighty God that makes the prince of the power in the air flee. We serve a mighty God that brings down the prince of Persia, that brings down Leviathan, Molech, Baal. We serve a mighty Yahushua, El Elyon, that makes them flee, brothers and sisters. Let's look at Psalm 74. Let's look at Psalm 74, 12 to 22. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. For Elohim Adonai is my king of old, working, is my king of old, working Yahushua in the midst of the earth. You did divide. He divided the sea by his strength. He broke the heads of the dragons in the waters. <laughs> you broke the heads of Leviathan in pieces. And gave him to be meat to the people inhabiting the wilderness. You did cleave the foundation and the flood. You dried up mighty rivers. The day is yours. The night also is yours. You have prepared the light and the sun. You have set all the borders of the earth. You have made summer and winter. Remember this, that the enemy has reproached, O Yahweh. And that the foolish people have blasphemed your name. The foolish people have blasphemed your name. Oh, deliver not the soul of your turtle dove unto the multitude of the wicked. Forget not the assembly of your poor forever. Have respect unto the covenant for the dark places of the earth are full of the habitations of cruelty. Oh, Abba Adonai, let not the oppressed return Shamed. Let the poor and needy praise your name. Arise, O Elohim Adonai. Plead your cause. Arise in our hearts tonight. Yahavah, Mashiach Ruach Hagodesh. Arise in our hearts, Lord Jesus. Arise in our homes, Lord Jesus. Arise in our midst. Lord Jesus, oh, hallelujah, let us be your war vessels on this earth. Let us be your war treasures on this earth, Lord Jesus, advancing the kingdom of Yahavah Sebaot, advancing the kingdom of Yahavah Sebaot, hallelujah. Acts 4.13, now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were uneducated, common men, they were astonished, and they recognized that they had been with Jesus. Hallelujah. How many out there feel like they're uneducated? How many out there feel like you're a common man, like you're a common woman? Well, guess what? They will see the boldness in you. They will be astonished by your light, by the rivers of living water that comes out of your mouth. And they will recognize that you had been with Jesus. They will recognize that you had been with Yeshua Mashiach, Ruach HaGodesh. They will recognize that the Holy Spirit, Ruach HaGodesh, dwells with you. They will recognize that the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Yahavah, is with you, brothers and sisters. Hallelujah! Praise Jesus. So what will you do? What will you do when the time comes and the people around you are overwhelmed. What are you going to do 
when it gets darker and darker, if we we'll, if we are still here, because no man knows the time or the hour, what are you going to do? Are you going to say, oh, I got to go get more oil? Oh, no, 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 wait, 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 Jesus, I got to get more oil. Wait a minute. When people come asking for the answers, are you going to have to go get more oil, brothers and sisters? When the people come seeking, are you going to have to get more oil, brothers and sisters? Or will you be filled with the oil, brothers and sisters? Hallelujah. If you feel you are not worthy, brothers and sisters, if you feel you're not worthy, if you feel like like you've let the Lord down, just call out to Yahavah Mechadashechem. Yahavah Mechadashechem, the Lord that sanctifies. One of the attributes of the Lord is Yahavah Mechadashechem. He is the one that sanctifies. He is the one that purifies. He will sit next to you and heal your wounds, brothers and sisters. If you feel like you've let him down, just ask him to come and heal you. Ask him to come and purify you. Ask him to to sanctify your thoughts. Ask him to put all thoughts under his captivity. Recognize that these are not your thoughts that are coming from outside These thoughts that are coming from outside, these are not your thoughts. What is in you, the Holy Spirit, is in your belly. It's in your belly. It comes from within. If you feel ashamed or embarrassed, ask Yahavah Mechadashachim to sanctify you. He will sit next to you. He will hold you in his arms. He will hold you in his bosom. He's such a loving father. He loves you so much. He will sanctify you, brothers and sisters. He will purify you, brothers and sisters. But you have to call out to him. You have to reach out to him. The Lord loves those that come to him in a contrite heart, a broken heart. A broken spirit. He loves to mend your wounds. He loves to put you back together, brothers and sisters. He loves to do that. He is a loving father. A long-suffering father. He wants to dwell in your belly. He doesn't want to be inside of a temple in the ark, behind a veil, behind walls. He wants to be inside of you. He wants to dwell inside of you. He wants to flow like rivers of living water outside of your belly, outside of your heart, out of the abundance out of your heart shall flow rivers of living water. He wants to flow out of you. He wants to use you to touch other people's lives. Brothers and sisters, he loves you so much. And once we realize this, once we realize how much he loves us, once we realize, once we go deeper with the Lord, then we know what we have to do. When we, <laughs> when you get to a certain level, you're gonna you're gonna bring on risks. When you get to a certain level, brothers and sisters, you're not gonna be afraid to take risks anymore in your life. It's gonna it's gonna be like a game sometimes. <laughs> it is so amazing. This walk with the Lord is so amazing. 
it's like the tip of an iceberg. I know that you can do all things. No plan of yours can be ruined. I am taking care of you. Every detail of your life is under my control. When you give your heart to me, I make sure that everything in your life works together for good, even the hard stuff. Some people look at what happens in the world and they think the universe is ruled by chance. All things just happen with little or no meaning. But they are looking at the world through eyes that cannot really see. Your understanding of this world is like the tip of an iceberg. Only a small part of an iceberg can be seen. The rest is hidden under the surface of the water and hidden under the surface of this world. There are mysteries too big for you to understand. There are mysteries too big for you to understand. If you can look through my eyes, seeing how everything fits together, you would see how wonderful I am caring for you. This is why you must live by faith and not by sight. This is why you must live by faith and not by sight. Trusting in my mysterious loving presence. Hallelujah. Praise you, Jesus. Second Corinthians 5, 7, brothers and sisters. For we walk by faith and not by sight, brothers and sisters. If you, if you serve me, you must go with me. Be willing to step out of your comfort zone. Take a risk and go out on a limb with me. If that is where I am leading you, then out on that limb is the safest place for you to be. You want to play it safe, avoid all the risks you can. But taking risks is part of living close to me. Trying to live a risk-free life tells me that you don't really trust me. You have to make a choice. Will you keep trust trying to be safe at all costs? Or will you follow me with all your heart? I may ask you to stand up for someone who can't stand up for himself or herself. I may ask you to say no to a friend. I may ask you to tell a stranger about me, but I'll give you the strength and courage to do it. Life with me is an adventure. If you stick with me, you'll not only have my protection, but you will learn to relax and enjoy the adventure. So be willing to follow wherever I lead, even out on a limb. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Psalm 23, 4. Yeah, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me, says Yahavah. Psalms 9 and 10. And they that know your name will put their trust in you, for you 
Yahuwah have not forsaken them that seek you. He will not forsake you, brothers and sisters. Come to him with a contrite heart. He will not forsake you. It says in Psalm 147.11, The Lord delights in those that fear him. The Lord delights in those that fear him, those that trust in his in his mercy. The Lord delights in those that have hope in his mercy. Do you have hope in his mercy, brothers and sisters? If you have hope in his mercy, well, guess what? He delights in you. You see, the enemy will tell you you're not good enough. The enemy will tell you you don't have any any oil in your belly. The enemy will tell you you messed up. God isn't going to forgive you. But the Lord tells us over and over. And it even says it in Psalms 147.11. If you, if you even have hope in his mercy, he delights in you. Brothers and sisters, this is a love thing. It's a love thing. You see, when you're walking in the Lord, when you're when you're when you're saved by by Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach, now you're walking in love. There's no condemnation. You got your your oil filled. You got your belly filled. You're filled with the Holy Ghost. You're trying to be filled with your Holy Ghost. You're doing the best you can to get filled with your Holy Ghost. You're constantly trying to to walk the path. Every day you, you're trying to walk the path. You're trying to get closer to him. You see, this is not a, a it, it's, it's, it's a race. We're, we're always running the race. We're, we're constantly in the race. This is not a one-stop shop. It's not, oh, I made a mistake. Now he doesn't love me. That's it. I'm giving up. No, see, that's how the enemy wants you to think. As long as you're trying to follow him, here, let's look at Galatians 5. This is one of my favorite uh, passages of Scripture right here. Galatians 5. Galatians 5. Uh, Galatians 5.22. Galatians 5.22. But the fruit of the Spirit is love. Joy, excuse me. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. You see, even if you make a mistake, brothers and sisters, even if you make a mistake, Okay, even remember, this is a race. Sometimes when people are racing, when they're doing cross country, a long race, sometimes people fall, but they get right back up. They get right back up. When you make a mistake, think of a time clock. Or, no, think of an alarm clock. When you fall, when you make a mistake, when you sin, the alarm clock goes off. Bing, ring, 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 ring. And it's ringing, and it's ringing, and it's ringing. You got to turn that alarm clock off. So how do you turn it off? You repent. So anytime you make a mistake, ring, 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 the alarm goes off. Every time you make a mistake, the alarm goes off. Ring, 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 ring. Now you got to repent. Boom. And the alarm clock turns off. Whew. Now that's it. And now you keep moving on. You see? 
The fruit of the Spirit is love. If you're living in love, joy, peace, long-suffering, forgiving people, having mercy on people, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control, against such, against these things, there is no law. The royal law is love. If you're living in love, there is no law. Brothers and sisters. So don't let the enemy condemn you. Don't let him tell you you're no good because that's a lie you tell them against me there is no law because we practice righteousness as long as we're practicing righteousness verse 21 i also told you in time past that those who practice such things oh no 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 that's that's for the murderers and drunkenness will not inherit the kingdom of god but those that practice spirit and long suffering and love and joy and peace against these there is no law as long as you're practicing righteousness, you're practicing forgiveness, you're practicing long-suffering, as long as you're practicing all these things, there is no law, brothers and sisters. Even their hand will guide me. Your right hand will hold me fast. You want to feel safe and secure? You want to feel safe and secure, brothers and sisters? You say you trust me? But in your private thoughts, you're still trying to fix your world so that it is safe and predictable. Not only is this an impossible goal, but it actually makes you makes you less safe and secure. True safety and security are found only in me, in depending on my presence. When your world seems unsteady and scary, when the world seems unsteady and scary, grab my hand. I will hold tightly to you and keep you safe. Is the world seeming scary? Does the world seem unsteady, brothers and sisters? Well, the Lord is saying, grab his hand. I will hold tightly to you and keep you safe. And that's what um, God told David Wilkerson in 1973 when Wilkerson was, he was bugging out, man. If you heard him say that that message, (laughs) David Wilkerson was really, he was really going through it. And the Lord said, "Is I have it under control. Everything is under my control. Brothers and sisters, it's under his control. You see, but, but we, we try to control and try to make things predict all around us so we can feel safe. But he's telling us to go out on a limb. The more you go out on a limb, the more safer you are. You know, I, I gave up all my all my carnal weapons, the guns and the carnal weapons. And I bought spiritual weapons. Now I got shofars and trumpets and spiritual weapons. I'm going out on a limb here, brothers and sisters. <laughs> I'm really going out on a limb. But I'll tell you, I trust my Lord. I trust my Lord. I worship Him. I praise Him. 
I fill my belly with the oil. That oil run, runneth over. My cup runneth over with oil, brothers and sisters. And it overflows into my heart. And it's overflowing into my heart. And it's pumping through my blood. And it's pumping through my blood. And I open my mouth and the rivers of living water come flowing out, brothers and sisters. God told King Jehoshaphat, put the praisers and the worshipers in the front line. The Moabites, the Emelites, the Ammonites, the Mechalites, the Lelalites, the Lelalites, they all were smite they all were smitten. They all fell on each other's sword. By what? By the praise and the worship of the Lord. Hallelujah. Instead of searching for a problem free life, be glad that you have troubles. In the darkness of your trouble, you can see the brightness of my face more clearly. In the darkness of your trouble, you can see the brightness of my face more clearly. I believe that's why this darkness is coming. I believe that's why it's getting darker. Because I got to tell you, it's, 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 it's pretty much getting pretty dark out there. But as it gets darker, the more brighter and brighter. And the more we see his face more clearly. In the darkness of our troubles, in the darkness of these times, you can see the brightness of his face more clearly. And this helps you feel closer to me. So hold tightly to my hand, confident that today's problems have a purpose. And remember, you have an eternity of trouble-free living. Remember, brothers and sisters, now that we have put on the incorruptible, now that we have been born again and we go from everlasting to everlasting, we will have an eternity of trouble-free living, brothers and sisters. So these little troubles and trials that we're going through now, you know, the enemy's trying to make us fear. <laughs> That's a joke. And just remember that you have an eternity of trouble-free living. And it's just waiting for you in heaven. Brothers and sisters, Kodeshim is just waiting for you in heaven. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand, brothers and sisters. That's what the Lord is telling us this night. As we are preparing, as we are getting equipped for the battle, brothers and sisters, in James 1 and 2, my brethren, my sisters, count it all joy when you fall into various trials. Count it joy when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. But let patience have its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking Nothing I've learned now to enjoy the trials I've learned to praise him and worship him 
And the more bad news I get, the more I praise him, the more I worship him. And the more I praise him and the more I worship him, the more my belly gets filled with oil, the more my 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 candle gets filled with oil. And the more my candle gets filled with oil, the more it overflows into my heart. And the more it overflows into my heart, the more the rivers of living water come flowing out of me into the atmosphere, into those around me. And to those that are going to be overwhelmed. And to those that are going to be needing the word. Brothers and sisters. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you Lord Jesus. So what are you going to do brothers and sisters when the time comes? Let's say let's say the rapture is coming. What are you going to do? You're going to tell the Lord. Wait a minute. I got to go get more oil. You're going to be like the five foolish virgins. Or are you going to have the oil in your belly? Is it going to be in your belly overflowing out of you? If people come to you asking and seeking, wondering, now that all the scoffers and markers got shook up, and they come to you now, what are you going to say? Oh, I got to go get the oil. Hold on, hold on. I got to fill my belly with... No, 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 no. You need to have the oil, brothers and sisters. You need to have it in your belly, brothers and sisters. This is what the Lord wants. Until the time He comes, until the time He comes, we need to start filling our bellies with oil. Hallelujah. Praise you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Well, this concludes the teaching for tonight. Thank you, Jesus. For all those, I want to say a prayer. For all those that, that have been tormented, that are feeling like you're not good enough, that you're falling prey to the predator, that even the backsliders that want to give back, that, that want to fill their bellies with oil. I want to say a prayer for you. I want to I want to stand in the gap and let's go before the Lord. Let's go before the Lord now in praise and worship. Actually, we'll we'll praise and worship after, but let's go before the Lord now that we have heard the message, now that we understand what has to be done. Lord Yahava Sevaot Mashiach Ruach Kagodesh. Yahava Mecheshechem. Yahava Mecheshechem. I call upon you, Lord. I call upon your beautiful attribute of sanctification and purification. You are the Lord that sanctifies and purifies. Oh, Abba Adonai, release your will into the hearts and minds of the people listening to this right now. Or in the archives. Release your will, Yahavah Mechadashem. Sanctify them, Lord Father. Purify them. Clean their wounds, Lord Jesus. Clean the wounds of the brothers and sisters. Clean the wounds of the Kodeshim. All those that are weary. All those that are broken hearted. All those that are tired and downtrodden, Lord Father. Father, Yahavah Mechadashem, sanctify them, purify them, 
Give them fresh oil, Lord. Bring a fresh anointing, Lord Jesus, into their belly. Fill their bellies with your oil, Lord Father, so that it will overflow into the heart. And out of the abundance of the heart, we open our mouths and we shall speak your words into the atmosphere. Lord, fill us. Lord Father, fill us with your oil, Lord Jesus. Let our cups runneth over, Lord Jesus, with your oil, Lord Father. Purify us and sanctify us. Give us a fresh anointing, Lord Jesus, in these times, Lord, so that we can finish the race. Give us a fresh anointing so that we can finish the race, Lord. Lord Father, we repent of all of our sins. Lord Father, show us the sins that we still have. Show us what sins that we need to repent of. Lord Father, chastise us and show us what we got to repent of, Lord, so that we can repent, Lord Father, and we can be blameless, so that we can fill our, our bellies with more oil, so that we can fill our lamps with more oil, Lord Jesus. Let it be like the balm of Gilead, Lord. Let it be, Lord Father, apply the balm of Gilead over our wounds. We apply right now the balm of Gilead over our wounds. We thank you, Mashiach. We thank you, Messiah, for the balm of Gilead healing our wounds. Lord, Father, and we will continue to forgive and be long-suffering. Because the same way we forgive, the same measure we have of forgiveness will be the same measure we are forgiven the same measure, the same mercy that we show will be the same measure that we will be given mercy, Lord. So that's why we will be long-suffering and forgiving, Lord. But give us the strength, Lord. Put a, Apply the balm of Gilead to apply it to our wounds. Yehovah Mechadashachim, sanctify us, purify us. Let us be worthy to be your army. Let us be worthy to be part of the Kodeshim. Let us be worthy to be of the royal priesthood, a chosen generation, a peculiar people, where you take us out of darkness and bring us into light. Lord Father, out of the order of Melchizedek, Lord Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, we thank you, Lord Jesus, and I bind up right now. I bind up the strongholds. I bind up the strong man by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ, Yeshua Mashiach. I bind up the strongholds, the strong man, the chains, the yoke of bondage over anybody listening. Anybody listening right now in the archives, I bind up the spirit of, of the, the, the strongholds. The strong man, the yoke of bondage over your life, I bind them up and I cast them out into the abyss by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. And we remit the sins of everybody listening. We remit our sins, Lord, for our sins are remitted, Lord Father, Lord Jesus. I thank you, Lord Jesus. Cancel all the wicked devices. Cancel all the arrows of doubt, of torment, of fear, Lord Father. We cancel all those fiery darts right now by the bloodshed of Jesus Christ. We put on the shield of faith. We have faith in you, Lord. We have faith because we live by faith and not by sight. We live by faith and not by sight. We trust that you wash us white as snow. We trust that you have healed our wounds with the balm of Gilead. We trust and have faith 
that you love us forevermore. Lord Jesus, by the shield of faith, Lord, because you have all the shields over the earth, you make all the shields in the earth, Lord Father. And I thank you for this, Lord Jesus. If there's anybody out there that has not been born again, if there's anybody out there that has not been born again and has not been changed from a corrupted seed to the incorruptible, everlasting from glory to glory, from age to age. If you want this incorruptible seed, this uncorrupted seed, if you want your DNA to change from the inside out, if you want your if you want a Holy Spirit in you, if you want a new spirit inside of you, if you want to be one with the Holy Spirit, ask. Jesus Christ for forgiveness come to him with a contrite broken heart praying groaning and moaning crying out say Jesus I'm sorry say right now Jesus I'm sorry for all my sins I'm sorry for ever doubting you I'm sorry for this thing or for that thing I did I'm sorry for sinning against you Lord I'm sorry Lord have mercy on my soul have mercy on me Lord I want a new spirit I want to have a spirit with the Holy Spirit I want to be one with the Holy Spirit I want to abide in you I want you to abide in me I welcome you into my heart. I welcome you into my belly. Jesus Christ, come into my life. Come into my life, Jesus Christ, and save me from this darkness that is approaching. Save me from the psyops and the torment and the fear tactics of the enemy. Save me, Lord. Save me, Lord. I want to go with you in the rapture. I want to go with you in the rapture. I want to escape. Lord, let me be counted worthy to escape all these things that are coming on the earth. Oh, Jesus, I'm sorry. Come into my life. Dwell with me. Dwell in me. Set up your candle. Set up your light. Set up your container in me. Start filling my belly with your oil. Start filling my belly with your oil, Jesus. I love you. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Lord Jesus. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for having mercy on me, Lord Father. (coughs) Thank you, Jesus. All right, now let's give the Lord some worship and praise. Remember, we enter the gates with thanksgiving. We enter into the gates with thanksgiving. And then we enter into the Holy of Holies with praise and worship. That's where the incense, where the altar of incense is at. In the Holy of Holies, worship and praise. Isaiah 6, holy, 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 holy. Hallelujah. Gosh, I can't stand these commercials. Okay, praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Come running. 
Run to the Lord. Run to the Holy Spirit.
to hold me? Can you hold me?
Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Okay, last one. This We're going to close this out with this. Who's got a river of life? <laughs> Who's got the river of life in them? Hallelujah. the river of life <laughs> flowing out of them <laughs> spring up oh well hallelujah within my soul my spirit god bless you brothers and sisters much love i love you my brothers and sisters in the chat room i love you much love thank you for your support and for your kind words love you everybody in the lord's hour love you brother elvi brother elvi sapata i love you so much Shalom, shalom, brothers and sisters. May the Lord keep you and bless you and fill your fill your bellies with oil like it's overflowing out of the abundance of your heart. It will overflow and speak it forth, brothers and sisters. Oh, hallelujah. God bless you. Love you, Brother Joe. Much love. God bless you. Good night. My husband was doing some research um, on the Internet, and he came across um, a video of a 15-year-old Israeli boy who had a near-death experience, um, and he felt um, his soul um, lifting up um, above him, and as he looked down, he saw himself laying on the bed, on his sick bed, and he was taken up into um, the lower part of heaven, and he was shown things in the lower part of heaven and also in um, parts of hell. And that's not the part that I want to focus on. I want to focus on what he saw um, regarding the end times. 
And so I will provide a uh, link to the full video of this Israeli boy being interviewed by a, um, a rabbi in Israel. And um, he's speaking in front of Orthodox Jews about his um, experience and what was revealed to him during this near-death experience. And so what I'm going to um, read to you was taken directly off of the video um, which he spoke of, and he speaks in Hebrew in the video, but they give English subtitles. So at the around the 28-minute mark of this video, if you'd like to see it for yourself, and I'll include that link, this is what uh, was revealed to this uh, young Israeli boy. He said that he was shown things that were going to happen in the world during the end times. And he said um, he understood that Gula, which in, in Hebrew means re redemption or deliverance, and the revelation of the Mashiach, which is the Messiah, is going to happen very soon. He said it is imminent. He said um, that this redemption is really coming. He said like in the coming months, it's coming very soon, he said. And then he continued um, to say that very bad things are going to happen um, during this time. And if we would all repent, then the bad things that are going to happen during this redemption um, may not happen. And this is what was revealed to him when he had this outer body experience during his uh, near death. He said there's going to be a very big war. And he said the whole world will be involved. He said, all the Goyim and all the Arabs will come against the nation of Israel. Goyim um, are the Gentiles. And he said, the person who will start the war will be somebody named Gog. And then he was revealed that Gog is Obama. He said, Obama will start the Gog and Magog war. And he will bring his whole army. He said, he will start the war here and will fight against Israel. He said, at first, the whole world will want the nation of Israel. And he said, they're specifically wanting the Jerusalem. And he said, everyone's going to be fighting each other at first before uh, they come against Israel um, because they're all fighting for Jerusalem. And he said, all these bad things are going to take place um, in, in two weeks, meaning in a two-week period, not two weeks from now, but in a two-week period. And he said, in those two weeks, he said, more than a few million people would die. And he said, the only thing that will save people is if they repent. And he said, if a person learns Torah or the law and performs acts of kindness, that will save him from this thing. Um, he said, at first it will be a war between soldiers. He says, but then everyone is going to unite and, and they will all fight against the nation of Israel. And he said the IDF will manage to keep um, this, uh, these nations um, at bay for two days. And um, he said then everyone will kill us, meaning the Israelis, and we won't have anyone to rely on except for the Holy One of Israel. He said Iran will join Obama, uh, the whole UN, Russia, South Korea. He said 70 nations will um, gather together and they will all fight against Israel. And then the rabbi asked him, well, where is ISIS and all of this? And he said the ISIS um, will kidnap people, um, the Israeli people, and they will torture them just like they did um, Galad uh, Shalit. And um, then he was shown um, 
something that was uh, which was really awesome. He said that um, the Mount of Olives, Olives next to Jerusalem will split in two. Um, and he said the second that the mountain splits in two, the Mashiach will be revealed to everyone. The Messiah will be revealed to everyone. Uh, and he said that, that the Messiah will stand at the entrance to this, um, th this uh, valley after the mountains split. And he's the one that will be able to say who can enter and who cannot enter into this uh, valley. Um, he said anyone who doesn't um, have merit to enter will have to stay outside and die. And then he was speaking to the rabbi, and he said, you know, he said on Mount of Olives, he says, where there are graves. And, and the rabbi sh shook his head, yes, because there, there is a cemetery right on the Mount of Olives. And he said he saw two dead people come back to life from these graves. And he said, he said that was like one from here and one from here. And he said, um, and then when those two people rose from the dead, that's when the mountain split in two. And then he began to reveal about the Mashiach. Now, I can say I watched the whole video, and um, in the whole video, he was never revealed um, that the Mashiach, the Messiah, is Yeshua, but this is what he was revealed about uh, the, Mashiach, uh, the Messiah. He said, first of all, it's someone who can't sin and who didn't commit any transgressions. He said, from what I understood, he said, lots and lots of people know him. And I was excited about that because, because he is correct in that because there are a lot of people that know Yeshua, um, you know, because he's our Savior and he lives within us. And he said, um, but he said, everyone will be very, very surprised that he, of all people, is the Messiah. And, of course, we know that the Jewish people are going to be very surprised when, um, when they find out that, that Yeshua, the one that they pierced, um, is truly the Messiah. And he said, and now, um, uh, and, and he said, now this Mashiach, this Messiah, he said, he will fight against Obama. And not only that, he will kill him and bury him in the land of Israel. And he said, and I saw at that moment that um, the Mount of Olives splits in two, and then the Messiah will stand at the entrance, but he's not going to see who's religious who has a beard and who a person is, what he will see is he will see according to a person's holiness. And he will smell each person and he will smell if you have the aroma or the smell of holiness and if you are pure and if you did acts of kindness. He said the Messiah will not see if a person really has a fear um, he, he, excuse me, he said the Messiah will see if a person really has a fear of heaven and not just a fear of punishment. And he said he won't say these words, here you are, and because you have a hat and because you have a kippah, so that's the reason that you can go in. And he said it's not like that. He said he will have a certain power that he will be able to feel what is truly inside every person. And when he spoke these things, then the the rabbi began to question it, and the boy's name was Nathan, and he said, are you a yeshiva student? And he said, no, I'm not a student of, of, of uh, yeshiva. And he said, have you read books about this? And he said, no. He said, I only knew this when I was taken up out of my body. He said, that, and, I, and I was taken up for 15 minutes when I had that experience. And he said, I did not know those things before this. And so he's never studied Torah. He's not studied the Bible. This was just revealed to him while he was there. And what's the other, what, what also is very interesting 
is the day that he had this near-death experience was September 28th of 2015, which was that super blood moon, that fourth blood moon of the Tetrad that was seen over Israel. So it's very interesting that he was revealed these things um, um, on that very specific date. Um, so then uh, the rabbi said, um, I'm going to read you a scripture. And so he read Ezekiel 39:11 to the boy, and the boy said, yes, that's exactly, exactly what they said to me, exactly. So what I want to do is I want to read to you um, Ezekiel, a little more of Ezekiel, so you can understand that what this boy was shown uh, certainly is in the Word of God. So in Ezekiel um, chapter 39, uh, starting in verse 1, and I'm going to read verse 1 to 11. So if you want to open up your Bibles and follow along with me, it says this. And you, son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, Thus says the Lord God, Behold, I am against you, O Gog, the prince of Rosh, Meshech, and Tubal. And I will turn you around and lead you on, bringing you up from the far north and bring you against the mountains of Israel. Then I will knock out the bow of your left hand and cause the arrows to fall out of your right hand. You shall fall upon the mountains of Israel, you and all your troops, and the peoples who are with you. I will give you, I will give you to birds of prey of every sort and to the beasts of the field to be devoured. You shall fall upon the open field, for I have spoken, says the Lord God. And I will send fire on Magog and on those who live in security in the coastlands. Then they shall know that I am the Lord. So I will make my name holy, um, known in the midst of my people Israel, and I will not let them profane my holy name any more. Then the nations shall know that I am the Lord, the Holy One in Israel. Surely it is coming, and it shall be done, says the Lord God. This is the day of which I have spoken. Then those who dwell in the cities of Israel will go out and set on fire and burn the weapons, both the shield and buckler and the bows and the arrows and the javelins and the spears, and they will make fires with them for seven years. They will not take wood from the field nor cut down any from the forest because they will make fires with the weapons and they will plunder those who plundered them and pillage those who pillaged them, sends the Lord God. It will come to pass in that day that I will give Gog a burial place there in Israel. So the very thing in, in, or excuse me, in Ezekiel 39.11 is what the boy was told that the Lord, that the, the Messiah will fight against Gog and he will bury his body in Israel. It says it right there in Ezekiel uh, 39.11. Um, and so... Um, then, then the um, uh, rabbi said, um, I'm going to take you to another scripture um, that shows that what you have seen is in the Bible. And so he um, went to Zechariah uh, chapter 14, verses 3, and I'll start, I'll read it there. And it says, Then the Lord will go forth and will fight against the nations as he fights in the day of battle. And in that day his feet will stand on the Mount of Olives, which faces Jerusalem on the east, and the Mount of Olives shall be split in two from east to west, making a large valley. Half of the mountain shall move toward the north and half of it towards the south. Then you shall flee through my mountain valley, for the mountain valley shall reach Azale. Yes, you shall flee as you fled from the earthquake in the days of Uzziah, the king of Judah. 
And when the rabbi read that scripture, Nathan's eyes got really, really big. And he says, Did, does it really say that in scripture? And the rabbi said, yes. And so um, then the rabbi began to ask him, he said um, uh, to, to Nathan, he said, um, did the Lord uh, uh, reveal to you or was it revealed to you when this would happen? And this is what Nathan said. He said, um, it will come in a boom. First of all, um, it has already started. And then the rabbi began to question him. He said, what do you mean it's already started? And he says, according to what I saw, this all started on the 27th of Elul, which is September 11th, 2015. And he said, what will happen is one day everything will explode. He said, something will happen to cause everything to escalate. And he said, you will know that, um, that it is the end, he says, because everyone's going to be saying that World War III has begun. And he said, then people are going to say there's no time left. And he said that everyone will understand that it's God who is responsible for this. So I also want to share with you um, what the Lord just gave to me today, which is five days after I've watched uh, this video. And after I watched the video, I, I, I felt such a strong unction from Holy Spirit to do this video, and that's why I am doing it, is, is to share this word that this 15-year-old um, boy was given. And this is the word that the Lord gave to me just today. He said this, No matter what happens in this world, just know that I am with you. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. He said, do not fear, my little children. Come to me to find rest for your soul. He said, these things must come to pass as they have been written about by my prophets of old. He said, I'm coming soon. He said, prepare your heart. Purify your heart through the washing of the water of my word. 